0: I've been thinking about my favorite Torah portion. You know, the one you say I'm obsessed with?
1: You are quite obsessed with it. We were talking about a certain idol made out of a precious metal. We are! It's the golden calf!
0: Yes. Hi, I'm Emmy.
1: And I'm Seth. And welcome to the Golden Podcast.
0: One story, two friends, infinite understandings. Hey, Emmy. Hey, Seth. So how's it going? It's going okay. How are you today?
1: I'm doing all right. So I know we've been talking a lot about the golden calf and all the ins and outs, but I was curious about thinking about the larger topic. So it, traditionally that Golden Calf is seen as a statement against idolatry. Right. Right. So it's like that. There's a lot of drama and nuance and interpersonal stuff, which we get into. But thinking about the major topic of this idea of it being a taboo against idolatry, I've been thinking a lot about that because not necessarily in the classic sense. So can I ask you a question?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: What does idolatry mean to you?
0: You want me to define it?
1: Well, when you hear the term idolatry, like, what does it mean to you?
0: Uh, I mean, my first thought is Beyonce. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs>
0: um, that Beyonce is this kind of, like, icon that people, like, worship.
1: Oh, like a person as an yeah, idol.
0: Yeah, sort of, yeah. Thinking about the things that we, like, put above ourselves and the things that we're really invested in that are maybe one-sided. So, like, Beyonce doesn't know, personally, all of her fans, but there are people who are, like, worshipping.
1: How's that different from God?
0: Because Beyonce is a human being. (laughs) I mean, she is flawless and wonderful, and so some people would be like, no, she is a goddess. But I think the difference is that she isn't God, or she's not my God.
1: So it's about the one-sidedness?
0: Hmm. Or... I think it's like putting power into something that is smaller than God, which is infinite, which is spirit, which is all powerful. It's the universe. Yeah. That's how I would define it.
1: Well that well, so that's what I was that's what I was thinking. Right, that it's something that's not real in a way. It's like really we, we invest a lot of energy inside spiritual and focus. On something that's ultimately not real because it's finite or limited.
0: It's interesting that you define real or something as being not real because it's finite.
1: Yeah, because it's obviously very real. Well, that's is that that's a that's almost a paradox, right? Because mm-hmm. the golden calf is real because you can touch it and mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and whatever, and God is quote unquote, not real, yeah, because you can't see it. Mm -hmm. But yet it's flipped, right? And that it's seen as the, the golden calf is seen as what's false. Right. And God is what's seen as what's real. So I guess I've just been thinking about those ideas and thinking about now, like in our day, like what are our golden calves? So where are we putting energy that's maybe missing something, missing a larger whole?
0: What are those for you?
1: Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that we – I think about people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not, not going back to Beyonce about worshiping <laughs> people. But I think that when we do things that then tend to deny the humanity or divinity of other people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that for me is something that's, that's kind of idolatrous.
0: Can you think of like a, like a specific – example i know you're giving me the space like
1: i know well it's my <laughs> fault because i started this I, know. I think that's like <laughs> so a i classic, should have had something
0: that's a classic like teacher move is to like well maybe not a teacher move it's a classic move to like ask a question that you might not know the answer to to like get the other person to like answer it so i'm flipping it back on you a little. i hear
1: you mm-hmm. i hear you but that's what we're um we're all about
0: me challenging you?
1: Fli- no, no. I've been <laughs> flipping and going back and forth. I guess I'm thinking. I don't know. Government, public policy, things like that. Like, are these are these things going to help humanity as a whole? Mm-hmm. Or are they just going to help a few people or a select group of people? Mm-hmm. And it's almost like the second, the latter is what's idolatrous. Like, because it's, it's about short term it's about personal and it's not about looking at society as as a whole or or everybody being uplifted in a way Mm -hmm. and sure there are always going to be people who are left behind or, or maybe not get you know exactly what they want but there's this thrust I think to look at everybody and how we can move this entire community in a positive way and putting the community over the individual maybe that's what I'm thinking of
0: that makes sense to me and also in that example like benefiting the few is like monetary based right it's like for financial gain yeah for you know the most part and over things that are harder to quantify or can't be demonstrated in the same way like sense of happiness and purpose and well-being and um i was going to say healthcare but no that is a totally a tangible thing <laughs> um that I personally am, like, a huge advocate for. Yeah,
1: healthcare is a good thing. Yes,
0: healthcare for everyone.
1: Well, that's sort of one of those things. I mean, you raise that, and it's like we we come across issues in our society where you think about healthcare and health as this right, as this thing that makes us who we are, mm-hmm. and yet it gets commodified. Mm-hmm. And so there is – In lies the idolatrous nature of it, because you're taking something that's, I don't want to say pure, that's not the right word, but just something, yeah, good nature that benefits all, that is something inherent to our lives as humans, and then making it a commodity. And then that limits access, that makes it harder for other people, that monetizes it. And so almost like that whole system is in a way idolatrous. Ooh,
0: I think you're onto something.
1: Uh, maybe. Hopefully I don't get a notice that my health insurance has been canceled.
0: I mean...
1: I mean, I have. I was like, (laughs) hasn't that already happened? (laughs) That already happened, but not, not again.
0: Yeah. No, I, I feel, yeah.
1: But it's interesting thing. And it's almost like I started to shy away. I didn't want to, when you initially asked me, I wasn't going to say material aspects because I think there's good materialism. Mm -hmm. We, we like nice things. We like...
0: I think that's fine. um,
1: Yeah. uh, We invest things in objects.
0: Art, for example.
1: Exactly. Spoken like an artiste. <laughs> so it's not just the idea of the material versus the immaterial. I think that mm-hmm. that's a, not the right distinction.
0: Maybe it's like material things that um, speak to this like higher good or like enrichment versus material things that simply are empty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like spiritually or emotionally empty.
1: Yeah. Nice. Good that's question. good. Good question. Thank you. Thank you for asking me back. (laughs) Next time I'll prepare. (laughs) Sounds good. All right. till next time. Thank you for listening to The Golden Podcast. Our theme music is Degrowth Part 1 by Tsara.
0: Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. For more information, like us on Facebook. Or visit us at www.rabbi360.com.
1: Until next time.